unlike you guys, I really haven't had uh, opportunity to play a lot of games. Um, mm. I played obviously Sam and Max Hit the Road, uh, our episode of the week. Um, but also, I played this one game, and I think it was really interesting because it it was a sort of visual novel about okay. um, different relationships and different characters, and it, it gave you different settings, and it had a unique aesthetic to it. Uh, it had right. sort of like a 90s aesthetic. Um, the music was really good. Uh-huh. Um, the graphics, um, I think the... The CG portions of it, like the backgrounds, I should say, yeah. um, were were like okay, but like the actual character design was a uh, pretty pretty admirable. I think it's the oh. core appeal of the game. Yeah, the character design. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, the gameplay mainly consists of um, it's it's mm. divided into episodes, mm-hmm. and you would talk to the to the characters, and you would go around the room solving puzzles. Yeah. Oh, that's not, I love um, puzzles. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it a detective uh, game, would you say? Say that again? Is it a detective game? Uh, you're looking for something. Yeah, yeah, you're, oh, like, yeah. you're hunting oh, yeah. down answers. You so, I thought, uh, sorry, I, didn't, I just had something in my ear there. Can you repeat what you're, what, what are you hunting down? <laughs> you're, you're hunting down women's underwear. I'm sorry. Still, still static. I still got like static every time you say the thing that you hunt down. Look, the game I played was Pantsu Hunter. What? And <laughs> so, why do you uh-huh. need the women's underwear? Okay, so the story is your your main character has the belief that he could fall in love with his true love and understand. He thinks he can understand people through the underwear they wear. Makes so sense. he thinks he can find true love mm. by finding their underwear and understanding the person mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. And, and the nice thing is it goes through a character arc. By the end of it, there's like a conclusion. And he uh, he sort of realizes that you don't need to look at women's <laughs> underwear wow. to uh, to understand them. It's, it's powerful in that way. And you, you also felt felt cured after that uh, in your own... Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, he feels cured and... It's sort of, it's it's heartwarming. It's it's a really emotional story. So does searching for the underwear not lead him to understand this about himself? I feel like it was productive for him. It, it, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I guess you could say that. I think we're getting a little too meta here. I think everyone should experience this themselves. And this is... Or not, it's not that good of a game. It's like a <laughs> 6 out of 10 game. Right, and uh, obviously uh, you gotta be 18 or above uh, to play it, right? Um... No, I don't think so. There's no nudity, guys. Okay. <laughs> At least in the, pl- the version I play, there was no nudity. Right, you need the, the, it, the it was just, It was just, like, creepy pervy. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is the hentai cast. Uh, your hentai cast of the week. Um, no, is this a digital cast? I feel like I was tricked on the coming in. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, Cal. I'm talk about... You, may, you guys might know Cal from uh, the Twin cast uh where he talks about movies that are way better than video yes we have calvin. <laughs> way better than pantsu hunter at least we have calvin here um uh we might watch the movie equivalent of that next week for the show you uh, brought bible black to talk about right um <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> i don't know what this is <laughs> we're done all it's right. over uh, i'm pavlos and this is brogan my co-host um yes welcome to another episode uh our first guest um 
we're going to talk about Seven Max uh, later. Um, uh, if we're not, uh, um, if we're not, I thought we were talking about S and M. I heard panty hunting and we're S&M, talking about S and M later, unless we get arrested before that. Um, <laughs> but first, I'm gonna give give uh, an update on uh, on. I would say I would say it's one of our pet games now on this podcast uh, <laughs> because uh, this this like any other timeline this wouldn't have happened because this game's been sort of lying dormant and basically the series being dead and everything uh, this is a very unlikely uh, course of events but I'm talking about panel de pon um, which is again again for the fourth time no I think it's uh, I think it's the third but <laughs> yes um, any other uh, again any other timeline it would have been zero but uh, I uh, I played the I thought last time I announced how uh, Nintendo listened to us and released the game on the switch online service, uh, SNES online service. Um, and uh, now I played it. I played through the story mode. It, it's They didn't translate the ROM, <laughs> which is, uh, you know... Every menu is still in Japanese. It's all in Japanese, yes. But, um, How's that campaign in Japanese? Oh, yeah. Uh, which, you know, I they could have done that, but okay. There's handy translation guides on Twitter and everything. It's not, You don't need to know much. Basically, you just need to know where everything is on the menu, and that's easy to figure out because if you've played other Panel de Ponts, it's uh, all here already, except for the Pokemon Puzzle uh, League, which had some extra modes uh, that's not here yet. Um, but um, but you got the Puzzle mode, you got the Versus mode, you got the Endurance modes, you got the Story mode, right. Um, and like in other Panel de Ponts, even in this first one, uh, the higher difficulty you pick for the story mode, you get like an extra boss uh, sort of at the end. Uh, that's how you get the full story. And um, I was curious about the story because someone I heard someone say it's worse than Puyo Puyo level. Uh, like Puyo Puyo tears. And Puyo Puyo, Puyo, wah, Puyo, Puyo stories are uh, nonsense. <laughs> I don't know if you guys... Did you play Tetris? Uh, uh, I, li- Puyo Puyo I Tetris? literally do not play puzzle games for their story. I, this is all news to me. Yeah. Did you play uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris, though, uh, Calvin? Yeah, I played a lot of it. I've never touched the story either. Oh, really? Oh. Uh, I, I, I touched the story a little bit on the last one. Yeah. Which, by the way, I have two copies of for some reason, which is the Puyo Puyo versus Tetris. Oh, me too. I have a Vita and Switch. <laughs> you do as well. Yeah. I have two on PS4 and nothing to oh, do with Oh, that's them. worse. <laughs> yeah. It is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, in uh, Panel Upon, just to wrap that up, the story uh, I can report from the field uh, from Japan. I'm reporting right now what's going on in Panel Upon, which is uh, you basically an evil magician, evil lord, casts a spell that casts descent on the fairies of the land. But uh, our uh, protagonist fairy, um, I think Lip is the name uh, of her, yeah. Um, she has some wand that protects her from it, and so, so she has to fight sort of her brethren or her sisters, basically, and sort of bring them back to like to their senses. And then she goes to fight the Lord. And in hard mode, the final boss though is uh, the mo- your mother. Um, and basically, it all turns out it was just a big challenge to see if you were fit to for the throne, basically, to uh, wow. if you were up for the challenge. That's that's that is a heartwarming story. Yeah, it's, it's not quite as good as Pansu Hunter, but uh, it's up there. Um, you know, 
I, they can't all be, you know, intense right. narrative experiences. Yeah. But we've been talking too much. Cal, what have you played recently? I guess I should probably self-qualify that I was a game critic for much longer than I've been a movie critic. Right. Um, yes. I, I started doing this, like, in the mid-90s. Even I was piecing together, like, my own little magazines and giving them out as, like, zines at school. So I was following it from, like, the start of GameStop is basically, or GameSpot is when I started um, mm-hmm. And then I, you know, followed that up with all the E3s and uh, PAXs and yeah. a lot of uh, paid PR trips, trying to get paid off by publishers. <laughs> it's a very dirty business. Oh, yeah. I believe you. I'm here I, to expose uh, the journalists. Yeah, finally. <laughs> when I was 10, my GameFAQs account, I called it Game Critic 1993. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was like nine years old. And <laughs> One of the message boards knew, and yeah. they were just like made fun of me and stuff. It was a good time, everybody. Oh, yeah. We were Look probably at me on the now. same one, uh, and we were probably making fun of each other, and we were all nine years old. So. Okay, <laughs> I was on a German one for a long time. Oh, uh, several. Also, the official PSP forums are very active there. Uh, but but the movie changed. You know what? Why haven't we gone into the Twin Geeks? Like it's not even in our notes. The Twin Geeks uh, Daydreamcast drama. Uh, is there no drama anymore? What drama? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Are you trying to manufacture? Well, it's it's a very peaceful time in America, and you're trying to manufacture all this drama. Yeah, this is a true. This is a truce uh, for this week. Um, but uh, please go on with your uh, with your. <laughs> I, I've been waiting to get this story uh, because on the film cast, uh, obviously, there's maybe not a not a great spot to talk about it. Uh, so. Please go ahead. You were, uh, yeah. You, and then you moved on to write for, uh, what is it called? Um, Thunderbolt? I wrote for Thunderbolt yeah. for maybe 10, 12 years. So right. I was doing a lot of PR and stuff. And that's kind of where I got my basis in figuring out how to yeah. work a website. And our design's basically about the same as what I was doing back there. So um, <laughs> I read that side. I'm taking a lot of those ideas. Yeah. I, I definitely read it occasionally. So I'm, I'm sure I stumbled over one of your pieces. Um, yeah, Do they have, like, or, an archive of it? It's uh, all dead now. We just took it off last year, which is really disappointing. But uh, uh, we Did you back up any of it? Because I'd like to read some of your stuff. <laughs> just post it in a time capsule on TG. Yeah, we could, I guess. Uh, there, There is potential things to do with it. And I don't feel like I'm really done. Uh, maybe I'll go, like, report on packs for you guys or something, and you could just insert it as a clip. That would be fantastic. Yeah. Maybe interview some developers. Maybe, uh, That's what I want to do. Maybe when Panzer Hunter 2 gets announced, you can um, ask, ask what's <laughs> up with that. Um, well, I'm just happy that you legitimize us, because as of right now, I'm still basically Game Critic 1993. <laughs> I have never changed. Uh, so this is this is good. Yeah. Um, so and This is really a low point in my game journalism career, right. but I'm still happy to be here. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, this is an outlet for you. Maybe someone picks you up. Um, <laughs> but hopefully, a, hopefully a real website will pick me up. <laughs> right. uh, a real website wouldn't do S and M and Pantsu Hunter. So uh, right, cowards. Yeah. I feel pretty good. The cowards. Um, I wonder if I watched the right S and M for this week. <laughs> we'll find out soon. But first. <laughs> You played. Uh... It was called. <laughs> yes. Uh, the S and M I watched was called uh, Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> oh, oh my! Luigi's got like a little dungeon. He this does. is a, this is a rich game podcast. <laughs> Bro got the joke. This could be. 
I have to now. I have to click. We have to click the explicit marker uh, for the Apple now. God damn it! Damn it. <laughs> uh, it's gonna cut our listeners down to I don't know half, maybe Lu- more than that. So Luigi's Mansion Three is a crock of shit because it all takes place in a hotel. That's all I gotta say. Oh my god! <laughs> what? But- that's that's scandalous. It is. How much? And, Go ahead. Um, I really love the Luigi's Mansion because it comes at a time of the GameCube launch where people are experimenting with horror. We have that like set aside with the uh, Eternal Darkness, and a lot of things are playing with sanity and kind of conceptions of horror. We've already had our fixed camera, so mm. uh, Luigi's Mansion always appealed to me because it had that like shoebox, like kind of diorama uh, perspective that I find really attractive and really unique. Still, yeah. nobody ever really stole that and did anything. I mean, mm-hmm. we have three games over the course of twenty years that did this one thing, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had a Blinks the twi- Time Sweeper, which is the only. We we don't talk game. about that game. That's. <laughs> we don't. No. Are you a fan? I, dude, I will totally do a Blinks the oh Time Sweeper. Oh my god! Episode. Oh my god! Are you shitting me? What is this company? I'm I'm in here. Uh... <laughs> it's such a weird era for the for the character platformer where yeah. things were going really badly. Like we have Voodoo Vince for like the best example on the Xbox. And oh, we also had the GameCube launch. Yeah. The ghoulies. Well, they were also trying to get creative for the mascots and stuff. Like, even Mario got weird shit like the Flood for Mario Sunshine. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But uh, for Luigi's Mansion in particular, I always got a a Resident Evil vibe, but you're right about the diorama as a camera. Like, the way it did its cameras very differently than uh, how Resident Evil did theirs. And I think it gives a much more... uh, it, a less scary, but a more like a nicely aesthetic experience. Mm. I, I don't know how to say that. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah, from like the alone in the dark Resident Evil school <clears throat> fixed camera positions and kind of tankish controls. There's still like a weird limitation that Nintendo's putting on it. There's no ability to invert the Y axis on this, which is oh. like a it's Oops. 2020, and uh, I like to invert sometimes. We all like to invert. Well, I do. I like to get inverted, if you know what I mean. I do. I invert during like. Flight sims. Flight yeah. sims are like where I need the everything is a flight sim. I'm... There's something about Luigi's Mansion where I want it to control like a tank, so I kind of turn the movement speed down a little bit. And <laughs> I wish I could invert it and make it feel like tankish, like in its controls. Yeah. Oh, Does the series have its Wesker? Yeah, um, and it has uh, Gooigi. I think that's its Wesker. Right, <laughs> that's that's a new addition, right? What's the lore on Gooigi? <laughs> He's a guy that uh, E. Gads <laughs> invented in his uh, little um, uh-huh. uh, laboratory. Uh, now he has a, a what do you call it? A virtual, not a virtual console. What's that red virtual machine Nintendo made? Virtual Boy. Virtual Boy. Yes. Uh, all the menus are done in Virtual Boy, which I find aesthetically really cool, too. Yeah. I love how Nintendo is able to take their old, even failures, and turn them into new successes. Like, that's one of the things I think they benefit from the most out of all the publishers, is they're able to take, like, this huge lore of their company, and they're able to meld it into new ideas better than anyone yeah. else has yet. Yeah. So, like, I, I see as, like, the 3DS is a good example of Virtual Boy, but done right. Yeah, they don't just drop a idea because they fucked it up. Like this is just a Mario is missing sequel anyway. Right, the series is Brilliant. in a way, yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> just to um, uh, drill a bit deeper on the Guiji, uh, what kind of goo uh, are we talking? Like, 
He's like a he's like a greenish slime, like a kind of jello. Uh, he can mm. fit through some objects. Uh, mm. There's a lot of object puzzling in this, which I don't really care about. I care about more like the panel to pawn, like we were talking about earlier. Well, well like I I've never played a Luigi's Mansion other than the first one, so Gooigi is a completely like different concept to me. Yeah. What um, what do you do with Gooigi? What well, is the- his purpose? The good thing is that if a co-op player wants to jump in, they could just control uh, Gooigi independently. So it gives them a narrative excuse to have a second player in there that functions without it being like the Nintendo. <clears throat> oh, let's cut our character down and have it like a limited access character. Can you? Can you? What about like Mario? <laughs> I'm sorry. No, he's missing. He's missing, That's man. He's been kidnapped. All right, go on. You, you guys keep going. <laughs> <laughs> what if I want to murder I... Luigi? As Guigi and take over, take his place, and wear him like a human skin suit. This is getting an eighteen rating. <laughs> I really don't love this game, though. I'm kind of surprised that I thought I would be so much more attracted to it. But I think I've already played two of these. I I love the GameCube game, and I'm I'm really uh, mm-hmm. high on that. I think. I think people get really interested in iterative development. Like, a uh, game comes out, like, new Animal Crossing. They're like, oh, it's the best one yet. It's like, yeah, but they have, like, 20 years to improve certain things. And I, I think a, a lot of people anymore. are coming into it late. Like, yeah. in Animal Crossing especially, I think I think a lot of people joined in yeah. late. I oh, joined yeah. in early and then got my fill, and I was like, I don't want to play another Animal Crossing ever again. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think... I think it's yeah. the thing with Luigi's Mansion that they had to keep reinventing it, and that every time it's come out, it's been new audience since. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Since yeah. it's been like ten years between each of them. Um, That's the way to do it, I guess. Right, but uh, um, would you say that? Uh, but I don't think it's the best. I I, I love the simplicity of the mm-hmm. GameCube version. I mm-hmm. I love how it's stripped down and, like I said, it's like a shoebox. It keeps that one idea. Well, I don't really like going to like all these different floors. It's like elevator ride the video game. Do you think that's uh, to sort of, um, I don't know, like, do, do you think the sort of content, well, how do you call it in business speak, like the content proposition or whatever is... Uh, yeah, like value proposition. Value proposition isn't, wouldn't be enough anymore uh, of the first games, I mean. I I think people give the multiplayer a little bit too much credit. I right. think it's kind of boring. I wanted to ask about that. Like, what, yeah. When I'm in those modes, I, I really want to get out on them and play alone. Um, that's... That's my feeling with the multiplayer game. Is that if you w- would rather play it alone, it's probably not a good addition to the game. Mm, mm-hmm. um, right. I saw they put out some more costumes. Uh, yeah, yeah. You could have Luigi with funny disco hair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, good That's the kind of content that I feel like they they feel compelled to do now. Like right. back in the GameCube era, you didn't need that. That was like completely superfluous, and like you just need a simple product. Right. But now I don't know it's if like... I'm explaining it well, but it is like the Resident Evil thing, where it feels like the connected mansion really feels like a unique, movable space, where each floor in this feels like a distinct, like disparate world. Like it doesn't feel like a singular building. Isn't they didn't make it cohesive? I understand what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah, it feels like sectioned off levels. Where uh, Luigi's Mansion GameCube, you could beat it in two hours, but it feels like a you know. I uh, can still draw the thing. map to the Luigi's Mansion in the first. Yeah, it's one. right in like, my head. I I can picture where the rooms are and everything. I can't tell you about like the last room I was in and this. Right. Yeah. Um. Did you play with uh, Did you play with your daughter? No, I haven't yet. I think it's a little bit too intensive. Right. For her, right. So, okay. Uh, yeah. 
because Gooigi could do everything could else. Uh, we complain about Nintendo and their multiplayer, but uh, then we can't play with our kids when they do what we want. Right, it's a little bit too... Well, I don't know. I mean, for some games, like, for example, Mario Odyssey and stuff, uh, people complain that it's not too... Like, the, that the second player isn't involved, but it's yeah. too involved. So, I mean, it's... You know, you gotta sort of... You gotta decide, like, what age you're gonna go for, basically, or, like, what uh, what type of second player you're gonna go for. You can't do, you can't do all of them. Yeah. yeah. Much more interesting here than the hat thing, which if I give her that, then I can't play, because she won't do what I want. So. Right. Um, all right. Well, um, I know, uh, I think we should move on. Uh, what do you think, Zach? Uh, well, um, I've been waiting for this moment. Yes. I'm very particular about my podcast, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm just letting this happen. <laughs> Keep going. I'm just sitting back. I'm out. It. <laughs> um, I, was, I was looking for some uh, one of his film monologues to... Uh, to uh, reenact that, but I couldn't find couldn't find the, the script. Um, well, because you were running late, I sat down and had a sinner sandwich. <laughs> right. Well, we got we have quotes for days here, but um, obviously we're talking. About... Don't worry, dear listeners. I have no idea what they're talking about. Either. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about the game Twin Peak, uh, Deadly Premonition. <laughs> Deadly Premonition Origins just came out on the Switch. Um, it's about the same as the Xbox 360 version yes. from 10 years ago. Thank God. Yeah. Um, I would be really worried if they touched anything up because for me, the awkwardness and funniness of the game is really inherent in the broken parts. Uh, <laughs> the like, like the sound mix, for example, is completely off. Right. So whenever he's saying anything, it's overridden <laughs> with music, like, <laughs> like a cat dying behind him. Yeah. And it's like... A, there's like an explosion of like fake Green Day coming in while he's talking to Zach about uh, the killer Rotten Tomatoes. Um, it's, I love all the car rides where he's talking about bullshit B horror movies that he found out like Blockbuster. And it's constant interjections and fourth wall breaking shit that really interests me about this. Because mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't do it in a way like Metal Gear Solid where it pulls the control. It's like yeah, a... Yeah. It, it exists like within its broken spaces like the the interesting commentary is of the game itself like it is the b movie it is commenting on absolutely yeah um i mean people uh, i think it all comes uh, like obviously we can now look back on uh some some years of that of uh, re the reception of this uh, this game as it has been obviously released on all platforms and uh Incidentally, the Switch version is supposed to be the least broken. <laughs> like, uh, the PC PC apparently is, like, uh, basically busted. Uh, and, yeah, uh, it's great. Yeah, and 360 was probably the best before that, which was the original <laughs> platform. Um, you know, it's so great because I, I knew nothing about this at all. Like, it came out, I saw it was $20, and I wanted to write a review for something. So I yeah. went to the store two hours after lunch, and oh. I knew nothing at all. And great. I was so pleasantly surprised i sat down with it for like 10 hours and yeah i like devoured the whole game yeah 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 this game this game got bad reviews at the start right? no like, oh. like it, it got was, good reviews Devices. i think i gave it a 10 i was talking about you i was talking about just like the general oh game. yeah no, no it was yeah um, it was divisive very divisive um it's, well i mean the thing i like about this i've never played this but like this era was sort of like an advent of because i also think of it in terms of god hand which i yeah. did play 
and like there are games critics did not like and i like that games can exist like movies where like some critics can look at a thing and like look at the mechanics and like be like definitively objectively this is bad mm-hmm. but yeah. like now now games are starting starting to blur in art and blur into quality and subjectivity in ways that they hadn't foreseen before and i really like that like it can remain a uh, cult status or anything like that mm-hmm. decades on well it's such an anomaly of game development too like this doesn't come from anyone who's ever studied or knows anything about game development. They couldn't make this game. Um, there are so many ideas that you wouldn't do, and the game wouldn't work. It would take away its personality if you knew what you were doing. Yeah. I mean, have you played uh, Spy Fiction? Is uh... Uh, Yeah, yeah, I know Spy Fiction. That's like their stealth game from Axis right before this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's got a lot of I... aspects uh, that are, you know, it's definitely like got the jankiness and sort of the, um, yeah. the flair, let's say. Um, of it, I and I've always been a big fan of Swery though. I think I met him at some convention way back, but uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I I was always yeah, a huge fan and proponent of this from day one. Uh, one of my favorite games of all time. So yeah, I don't know the Switch version is the same. Um, yeah, uh, I think yeah, really, um, sort of this this game is sort of unique. Regardless of what you think of it, it's it's super unique. Um in its blend of things. I think it always came down whether you sort of could um, really jive with the, with the silliness and the um, yeah. and stuff. It all came down to how much, ultimately how much were you bothered by the gameplay uh, segments. That was always my impression. Like either you focused mm-hmm. on how bad they, those were and how like sort of, they weren't worth go, uh, sort of trotting through for the, for the fun stuff. Or you would say like, ah, it's like you know, it, it. You just do those, and then you enjoy all the characters, the I characters think, in the world. And I everything. think not, not so bad for me since Silent Hill Two is within my top ten, right next to this game. Right, like I'm so used to the style and this visual as like a diehard Dreamcast person too. Right, that uh, this is kind of my aesthetic <clears throat> as well. This kind of brokenness, yeah, yeah, and kind of jankiness from Japan. Sure, um, the whole structure is the same as Shenmue as well. Like a, mm-hmm. the whole city, everyone has their jobs and their times, and yep. Even the uh, jobs you do in the game are time limited, so there's like a weird jankiness and yeah. uh, real lifeness to it. That sure. it's a game I always wanted to exist. For sure, uh, yeah, it's really hard. I mean, okay, you got we got like Shenmue three recently, but uh, otherwise, mm-hmm. uh, that's not a game that would probably happen today. Because also, it's like like <laughs> strangely big, like uh, for like for for being this janky and kind of you know some like a BOC yeah. game. It's like it has the um, size and everything that you need and now like the side quests and stuff and, and the world is way too big uh. so if you do play it definitely do the side quests because they're they're not really as optional as you think they are they're going to help you so much with the game right right uh, i will definitely i i uh i've seen the game i've seen the giant bomb playthroughs uh when they did them mm. uh, i never played it myself but i picked up the switch version and will do so um, because they obviously left out a lot of side content and stuff, and um, yeah. Oh yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. I definitely have a, uh, but because I watched the playthroughs, it definitely has a special place in my heart as well. Um, oh yeah. Uh, fond memories of it um, and of the time for sure um, that it represents in a way. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I think it represents a fun middle game segment that wasn't even around at the time it came out, which is really interesting and unique about it. Mm. All right. Um, <clears throat> time for another section where I'm not going to talk. Let's go AC Minute. <laughs> AC uh, Minute. Let's hear it. Uh, the AC Minute, boys. Uh, we got Shark Month. Shark Month. What? Shark Month. Uh, it's, 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 thank you. It's uh, June. <laughs> and June means <laughs> sharks. We got sharks, boys, in the game. Uh, a lot of sharks. Hell yeah. I don't know how many sharks. <laughs> I assume it's several. I caught uh, my first, the first fish I caught was a, a whale shark. And it was one of the, you know, one of the ones, one of the rarer ones where the character goes, uh, was extra surprised or like extra stoked. Um, <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was huge. It's big, big, big one. It's a big boy. Uh, what do we call a big boy? I think that's been a minute. Um, I, I'm, I actually came here to shut your AC minute down to Wait, one no, minute. No, 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 no. Uh, thank God. Oh, my <laughs> God. Weddings. We have weddings. Yeah. Well, well, we don't have weddings per se, but it's a weird wedding theme this month in AC. That's the other thing. <laughs> I don't know what's up with that, but... Um, you. Anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. Thank you so much, Cal. I guess oh that's my gosh. Been a minute. Um, it I think a we should uh, end the AC minute. It's a little short. What Animal Crossing anyway? It's a little well, short. No, I'm actually curious because I haven't heard anything. Calvin, what do you think of AC? Let's get you on the record. I know you play. Right, the minute is over. The minute is over. I thought. Okay, go ahead. Okay, can I have sixty seconds? <laughs> yes. Oh, you're you're timed right now. Go ahead. I have a hamster in my village I've been trying to kill for the last <laughs> month. So uh, I've been hitting her with my net. I've complained to um, what's her name? Isabel about how she talks and how she dresses at least 20 times. Um, I've done everything I can. I've put her in holes. I've, I've tried <laughs> to feed her to my other villagers. I've surrounded her house. She doesn't want to leave. She keeps giving me progressively greater <laughs> gifts as I abuse yeah, her. Yeah, because you, you're the friendship level. Uh, yeah, you, you get a Yeah, we're best friends. Yeah, yeah. And all I've tried to do is get her to leave. Hey, listen, friendships are she weird. Might, you know? uh, she might care about you, Cal. You might be abusing her. Welcome to Loveline, <laughs> where we talk about your problems. We added something for this game uh, in the friendship, uh, in the friendship with the friendship mechanic. You used to get, um, yeah. when you got the highest level, you used to get a picture of the villager, a personal picture. Now there's an extra tier where you get the pantsu. Where you, what do you get? Pantsu? Yeah. Of the yeah. Okay. Uh, that, that, that was apple shaped pantsu. That was my that was yeah. Okay. That goof should have landed. <laughs> <laughs> you let me down. <laughs> that was a great bit. Oh I'm 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 pissed. But uh we we can move on. We can move on to S and M. Finally. Oh my gosh. Are 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 we gonna talk about it? Our game of the week? Game game yeah. game of the week. Shark, 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 Let's let's convert our <laughs> sound file to MIDI format and have like a smooth jazz backing. No, what you should get is a soundboard that we overuse. Um, <laughs> a lot of air horns and shark, shark, shark drops. Yeah. Um, so, Salmon Max hit the road. Um, it's an adventure game by LucasArts. Uh, how uh, have you guys played it before? Before this? Yeah, uh, yes, in the I, early 90s. <laughs> I, I I did not play in the early 90s because I was a wee lad. 
but uh, I played. I've always played on Scum VM. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, scum. yeah, yeah. So I am scum, scummy. You say. SNM. Okay. But uh, I I'm a big fan of Lucas Arts games, and I like adventure games. And Sam and Max uh, is really interesting because it's <clears> like their characters before the game. Like they they, they are full fledged identities. Yeah. Uh, beyond the game. I, like I think it. a lot of people didn't know that when it came out, is my guess. I, yeah. I never knew that until I had the internet, honestly, that right. they were from a comic. Right, right. And uh, I think now even less people know it, of course. Um, yeah, true. But um, but do you, do you know the comics, uh, bro? I'm not, like, super familiar. I am fam- I've played the Telltale games uh, for the game knowledge, and I used to watch the cartoon back when there was a cartoon. Oh, wow. But I have not, like, specifically read the comic. Okay. Well, the cartoon is it's, something. It's mostly the same. They are freelance police yeah. uh, sol- solving mysteries, right. but the mysteries are usually uh, it's a dog and completely a rabbit. wacky and not actually mysteries. Yeah, dog and a rabbit, we should say. And uh, how would we describe them? Like, uh, obviously, um, sort of, uh, Sam is like sort of your Bogart type, right? Uh, sort of a hardball de- detective. Um, and uh, Max is sort of uh, <coughs> crazy. <laughs> like... Uh, he- yeah, he's like a like the way I see it is like in a scenario there'll be like Max will be like tired or manic. He's very manic and he'll have one liners. Yeah, and he'll be like, oh, can I can I attack him yet? Right. And then you know Sam will be like, no, not yet, little buddy. And then <laughs> th- that's like the dynamic of them. yeah, yeah. They're very self-aware. Interested. I think the development interested me too. That the story was always that this Steve Purcell guy was always uh, taking his brother's comics and inserting uh, kind of foul-talking animals on top of it to kind of make fun of what his brother was doing. And then the game kind of plays like it's making fun of the adventure format itself. Mm-hmm. The game makes fun of a lot of things uh, yeah, when does. we look at it. Right. Um, do you guys want to talk about the actual plot? Let's do that. Um, well, basically, after after like a really cool intro, I like the intro, where like an evil scientist is like, after three weeks, you want to be more... Th- you just want to be friends, and then like the girls like, yeah, you're just not, you're just not, you're just too predictable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, after that, they they uh, solve that mystery. They go home, and then they get a phone call from the commissioner about a missing Sasquatch at a circus, mm-hmm. and they have to go uh, on the hunt for not only the Sasquatch but his one runaway bride. Uh, though they're not married, I guess. Uh, if you want to get details, a giraffe lady. I don't remember her name. Trixie. Trixie's the name. Yeah, Trixie. And, and you just go around America looking for Trix, Trixie and the Sasquatch. Right. In a way, uh, I realized while I was playing that the locations were like sort of a tourist attractions, right? Like weird, uh, offbeat uh, tourist attractions. I was going to ask like that. You're... Do you have things like that in Europe? Um, what? Tourist attractions? Like when you're like, driving down like the highway the and you see a Like the world's biggest vegetable tourist attraction. Uh-huh. No, that, I think that's very American. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, I get, were you about to say something, Cal? Yeah, like when you're driving down the highway in America and you're, like, on a road trip, you'll see, like, the right. world's biggest ball of twine. Like, that's, they'll make shops and it's a genuine thing that America likes gimmicks on the road. And we're such a big country that we need those things in between our long stops because they're everything's so far apart too filler <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, there's a lot of empty space, and there's a lot of things like green giants and a lot of strange shit that we put up to kind of fill that space of America. Yeah, it's like I decorate my island in animal... Uh, anime. Um... You're killing me. You're killing me, Pablo. I'm just kidding. Um, what was your favorite location? Ooh. Um... Mine was Florida because of Florida. Like, <laughs> like the, the mini golf course that was, like, devoured by swamp and gators. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. That mini game, though, is so unfair. I, I, I hate really that I really have no shit. idea what the fuck to do to get the gators to go where I wanted them to. Yeah, yeah. I never figured out the logic quite like why how would oh. they how would they like they would obviously go around when the when the ball was like i don't know <laughs> they would like start... eventually you just line them up yeah. in a certain right. way and you just keep trying ways until I one works couldn't even right? describe it. yeah so weird how they move but yes um we should say that uh yeah it's a classic uh, adventure game in the sense that you can you choose the action that you want you can pick up you can use you can talk to you can go somewhere and you can use an item. Uh, you can use Max also as an item, which is which is really yeah. neat. Um, and you can combine items and stuff. How did you guys find? Because obviously there's been a lot of iteration on that. How 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 did you guys uh, did you get on well with the um, with the mechanics and the controls uh, of the uh, inventory and stuff? We'll start with Cal. Go ahead. It took me a while to kind of reacclimate since I guess I, I don't know. I guess I had played Full Throttle and Grim Fandango recently ish. So yeah, I, I mean it's pretty common to me. And if you've played the, um, if you've played a Sierra kind of game, it's a lot more common with their uh, sort of setup that you would uh, have this kind of menu than yeah. opposed to how it originally was. Yeah, um, I'm a big Sierra guy, of course, big Sierra fan, and uh, I, I definitely. Uh, well, I, I'll leave this for later. For later, but um, but yes, no, I also also took took a bit of reacclimating, as, as I said. But um, I think it works works well. Like it, yeah, it's it's it could be no problems. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. problems. The, the the only like um, I had no problems with the uh, actual mechanics. I actually like the fact that it's all symbols. It's not words. Mm-hmm. You don't read, use, talk. You know, yeah, you hate reading, you just right? See yeah, I hate reading. Yeah, yeah. Um, you just see the symbols, and it's very cartoony in that aspect. And Sam will have a little conversation about what the item is or what have you. Um, I like all of that stuff. Um, I also like, I guess in mechanic sense, that there is no uh, fail state. I'll, I'll go ahead yeah. and say it here. Um, unlike Sierra games and a lot of yeah. uh, certain LucasArts games, I think LucasArts drifted away from that near the end. Um, there, there's no fail states. There's, there's no way Sam and Max can die or lose the case. Right. Um, so really that it's most, just waiting. Uh, confused for a long out. while. I mean, you can't really lose out in the game, but there were times where I was still stuck for like an hour. And, uh, I think the stuff that really confused me about interfacing was, uh, mm-hmm. uh, combining stuff. I had no memory at all of what to combine with what. And I had to look all of those up. Did honestly. you, how much of a guide did you guys use? Uh, I definitely used one. Like uh, for basically when I was like, okay, I I think I, I have everything here, and I'm I'm I think I'm I know what I have to do. For example, in the um, here in the uh, well, what's 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 the thing? The love ride. You know what I mean? In the at the circus. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I I knew what <laughs> I was. Didn't know to go get the thing. No, basically I safe did it um, at the start of it. Um, 
mm. in Scum, and then I just reloaded because I knew I I combined the flashlight. Um, I had done all that. I saw the circuit board, and I knew I had to do something with the circuit board. So I tried all sorts of items. Also, I even tried Max, but the problem was that it was never. I was never at the right spot to do it. Uh, Sam will say that though is what I like when you fail at timing. That moment and like the dinosaur tooth and just like other moments, Sam will say that's a good idea, but oh, this yeah. isn't the right. Right, right, right. For I don't know. If you're weird. really lost and you talk to him, he's going to give you some helpful advice as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can definitely you can do it with without the guide, but it, it's eh, wouldn't want to. Right, it's not. Like uh, it's yeah, a I, I use the guide. There's rewarding puzzles, you know. There's puzzles where you feel rewarded for having solved them on your own and there's just you know uh, okay this is a fun idea and i'm happy to just acknowledge the idea i don't have to sort of uh, yeah. randomly stumble upon it myself like yeah C combining the things was definitely a major problem in that sense as is um i had i had difficulty in the first section <laughs> i hate the stucky stuff i hate stuckies it's probably my least favorite thing about this the what sorry the the gas station. Uh huh. Yeah, oh. I hate the gas. Yeah, that's well. The thing is, I don't idea. think I got the chocolate, so I didn't know to give it to the guy in the love cave yet. So I had to like course back, get chocolate, and then go back. Oh home. yeah, I was. Yeah, that's yeah. that's really the issue. Is they'll they'll have a puzzle, and once you figure out everything about the puzzle, secretly you won't be able to get progress unless you picked up an item from a completely oh, yeah. separate area. Yeah. Like I forgot that you had to go stop. Um, you had to. Go stop Max from when he's going to the bathroom and get the keys to give it to the Bigfoot. Like I was stuck on that forever, and that was hard to look up to. Okay, yeah, no, I got the key, but didn't get the chocolates. Yeah, uh, I think it's strange—a strange decision that mm, that you start uh, out with those three gas stations. Like, uh, did you guys visit many of them? I think I only went to one of them. I visited all. Four. Yeah, I visited all four. Are they different? I can't remember. Yes, they are different. Yes, we when okay. you get the money, you get well. Well, they're not they're not that different. You just get a different um, no. sort of uh, mini game item from them. Uh, okay. You can you can buy new mini games. Um, you'll obviously have multiple opportunities to get the yeah. max max's thing. And uh, right. yeah, I think that's a different dialogue. Right. I think I went to two of them, but the one thing I kept doing on the mini map was clicking on the road mini game. Oh god! Oh god! I, the, at least that was four the worst times. mini game. It's so four. horrible. And it's Awful. you can't exit out, so you have to keep trying to lose. And it takes I think six, seven Q minutes. is the way to exit out. I looked at the manual before <laughs> I re before we recorded today. Let me let me. Uh, I didn't know that way? there was a black and white mode. If you press B, it it, it goes into noir mode. Yeah, which is what? weird. Hang on, hang on. So let's not uh, give too much information first, uh, like all at once. I mean, uh, uh, first of all, there's a mini game. There's mini games in the game. One of them is on the map which is like a highway game where you steer left and right, trying to sort of jump over billboards with Max, who's standing on the car. Yeah, it's bad. And it takes forever because it, um, it takes even a long time till you even get actually realistically fail it because uh, the beginning stages are so easy. You just can't, well, can't really lose. It's one of those... It's one of those that it's hard to as hard to fail as it is to do it successfully. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it it feels about the same. Right. You know. Um, obviously, in Scum, there you can hit different buttons. There, uh, um, I we can talk about Scum in a, in a minute. But yes, with B, you, you can switch to black and white. Uh, which I don't think that's a Scum thing, or at least at least in my copy of the game, it's in the manual. 
Yeah, yeah, no, it's for the game, but um, yes, let's. Uh, I, as I said, like talk. Let's talk about sort of stuff that stuff like that uh, at the end uh, when we talk about you got scum it. a bit more. Um, but uh, yes, and uh, the third thing with the gas stations is that you can there. There's def several mini games in the game, but at the gas stations you can pick up sort of I would call them toys. Usually it's called like against yeah. like little toys, like a coloring book. Uh, you get a uh, dress-up game. Uh, which I like the outfits for that. I like the art style. I think the comic would be fun because I really like the art style. Um, I could see the comic being being a good time. Um, and a um, battleship clone. Um, I like the battleship one the most out of the mini games. Yeah, actually. it looks. Uh, it's it cool. the two that I played, right? I won it. I won. I won against Max. Uh, get get dunked. Get dunked on Max. Um, yeah, I uh, I posted that. Uh, I, I sent you the, the the proof of me beating him. Um, uh, one by one, one square, I think, <laughs> uh, or two actually. My taxi, my taxi didn't die. Uh, it's kind of my favorite is actually mm -hmm. the the whack a rat game, and that's only because you can whack Max on the head during it. Ah, uh, okay. I didn't even play that one. I don't think. Wait, you have to. You have to. You have to get it, an that's item. That's how you oh, get the uh, circus. That's how you get something. Yeah. I don't remember that. Okay. You have to do it at the circus. It's all uh, It's at the guy who has the weird attraction that spins you around. You have to do it to get an item. Okay. And you have to get 20 out of 40. But it's easy to get 40 out of 40. It's. Uh, I like there that the rats get increasingly more fucked up. <laughs> I like that they get thrown off the ride after. And it's like such an adventure game thing that you have to like go collect all your loot again. And you get a new item out of it, yeah. Uh, yeah. They're just so self-aware too. Like when you lose the inventory, Sam will go, "Hey, what happened to my box of useless junk?" Right. It, like the humor in this is really like I, I I don't think we've stated it enough. Like the setting and the characters, there's just so much like effort into the dialogue and personality. Absolutely. That's yeah. I think the main appeal of the game. Uh, I think the art style, the look, the animation is fantastic. I love that stuff. Uh, it's maybe my, it's my favorite thing alongside the soundtrack. It's actually not even the writing, but the animation um, and the and the just the art style and the environments and stuff. Um, that stuff is, is really fantastic, and uh, the entire aesthetic works. I think the writing is good, but it sort of is. It, I, I, it it leans more into the manic of Max than into the <laughs> sort of into the sort of the Sam. dryness. Yeah, the dryness of Sam. I think overall, it's it's just a little bit. You know, it can be a bit non sequitur and uh, and a bit all over the place. And it definitely uh, sort of casts a shadow on or sort of influences also the puzzle solving, which can also just be a bit random sometimes. So that stuff, I wouldn't say it, it wasn't the best. Um, point and click adventure from a puzzle perspective for me but uh but definitely one of the most memorable from from just a personality uh, standpoint i love about the environments that they're all so winding and distorted from perspective they're they're so different from anything that we could encounter so uh, i mean it's america but it doesn't feel like any recognizable space like I love our Washington space, obviously. It's such like a sci-fi Bigfoot kind of uh, distorted. Even Max and Sam get distorted within it. It's I like that part. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, the vortexes, I think what they call it, and then like yeah, yeah I, 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 yeah, I like it when they go forward and like that that distance, the way the way it all bends and shifts is really cool. Um, I, I love all that stuff. Um, I uh, 
my favorite location, I think, other than that, was I like a. I think puzzle wise, um, the second half is stronger than the first half, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Bumpus Mansion is, in my opinion, my favorite yeah. puzzle area. Yeah. Because it was mostly self contained and kind of easy. Right. Um, yeah. and I and I just enjoyed the little vignettes in it. I liked Max putting on the VR headset yeah. and having like an entirely <laughs> other world. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I like the I like the mansion as well. They, I mean, they have a history with mansions, of course. <laughs> um, Lucas Arts, um, with Maniac Mansion and, and yeah. Um, Do you want to talk about it as like a Lucas Arts game? Uh, yes, we can. Uh, unless someone else wants to say something. Uh, just about the game itself, we can talk about how it's a LucasArts game and scum and everything. Anyone have a, anything? Um, okay. Well, I don't really... I feel like the story is pretty one-note. Yeah. I don't really enjoy the development. Um, I, I right. felt at some point that I'm just going between places and kind of doing the same thing everywhere. Right, right. I don't really feel any movement. And, you know, like, texturally, it's not very interesting as a story at all. I'm with you, um, yeah. So... The writing's better there, than there the story. There are parts of it. The Sasquatch part near the end definitely gets a little... You get like a Jimmy Stewart Sasquatch <laughs> chieftain, yeah. and you're mm-hmm. like, uh... And you just have to find four things and the game's over. Yeah. It's pretty weak how it just ends in that, rather than like a really cool puzzle that could have like accumulated all the ideas that you've experienced and uh, shown you everything that the whole game tutorialized to get there. Like, that's kind of what I wanted, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... Uh... Yeah, plus like you, the sort of it doesn't end. It keeps going after you're done with the main bad guy. So um, yeah. that's the that's the kind of the weird thing. Uh, yes, I'm with you. The writing is better than the story for sure, and the, the voice work. Oh yeah, the voice work we should also highlight um, as part of the aesthetic uh, perks of this is that the voice work I thought is great. Like, uh, and uh, for '93 especially, it's it's fantastic. Uh, was one of the characters he played Goofy? Is that right? Was the guy who played Sam? Was was he Goofy oh, I, in, I, I, in the Disney show? I don't know. I have no idea. You're bringing up that trivia somewhere. that we don't know. Uh-oh. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> I I have a theory that that's right. Yeah, so, we should... uh, maybe someone could look it up. Yeah, and write us. Go ahead and keep talking. I'll write look us. Up. Write us so we can do a fan mail segment uh, in the future. Um... <laughs> But uh, yeah, let's move on to the LucasArts and ScumVM uh, discussion. Um, first of all, I should say I, I like LucasArts games for sure, but uh, I, obviously I was, as I've said, I think in the past, I've always been more of a Sierra guy. I like the I like the less crazy and scripted puzzles, like but but um, but like more of them or like more possibilities to go wrong and sort of um, sort of do something, but have it turn out to be the wrong thing. I like that exploration and uh, I like the openness of their spaces and their, their stories and stuff. Um, so, yeah. Um, so what a makes few you them, prefer... Oh, go ahead, Cal, sorry. A few of them pretty before my time. I guess I really got started with Loom, which I'm really a <clears throat> big proponent of. That I don't think enough people have played Loom. Mm-hmm. I think it's a really cool game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think uh, Sierra may be more about the... Um, gameplay or adventure aspects i think lucas arts is really good at that theatrical element to it my favorite lucas arts games are obviously like grim fandango or like indiana jones and the fate of atlantis Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. stuff like that um uh, what do you first thing i was gonna say is i did look it up bill farmer is the voice of goofy that being said (laughs) 
Confirmed. Um, Pavlos, what what do you like about Sierra? Um, and how do you differentiate that between this and LucasArts? Well, uh, I should again, I should re- reiterate there that I like uh, definitely like LucasArts. I it's not an either or situation for me, but yes, um, um, I think uh, what, what I like about Sierra is just the um, sort of the entirely different approach to a, to an adventure game. Basically, if you think about King's Quest, for example, you get thrown into the just this you know kingdom or this world, and um, and there's different places you can go. Um, uh, a lot of them just from the start, and you shouldn't be there yet, mm. uh, or you can make progress. And it's just um, sort of mm, you don't get. It's not you don't feel like even though obviously you need um you need uh, to find the solution. Uh, and there will be instances where where there's actually several uh, ways of doing something and solving something. That's that's neat. But even in the instance where it's where it's just one thing, it still doesn't feel to me as like frustrating as um, as uh, a LucasArts can get, where it's like, oh, I just have to find, just have to now think of this crazy combination and just try everything. There, it's just like you can still you you still uh, whereas in a LucasArts game it would just say no I can't do that I can't do that uh, and for example Sam it's a great bit where if you try using something that you can't use and do it over and over he sort of gets has a nervous breakdown and uh, um, Max goes like uh, I would like I would uh, sort of rip you to bits right now but I'm enjoying this too much or something like that and like he sort of Sam turns around from the <laughs> from the screen and sort of starts sobbing <laughs> after after um, getting super mad at you stuff like that is great obviously but still at the end of the day it just what it's saying is no <laughs> that's what the game is saying to you no um in uh, in, in the sierra game you still have something happen like you still uh uh still some things can unfold but you can notice oh this didn't work because of you know there was a sort of a gap in the process you can like oh this there was something lacking there i have to sort of uh, change something and you still get sort of an animation or something play out where you die often uh, most of the times, uh, and you still get those those cool death scenes. Uh, it follows through on the logic, is what you're saying. Whereas uh, yeah. Lucas Arts games will deny you. Sure, one of my favorites. Uh, let me just say that I hope we can get to it someday. Here is uh, King's Quest. I think three, uh, just because it's so bold with the premise. Basically, you're an apprentice of an evil sorcerer, and you're stuck in his house, um, and he has like routines and stuff. Um, over like every day has like routines, and you have to like uh, when he's gone to do stuff. Um, you have to do you have to you know find do the puzzle stuff, or uh, well you have to find items and stuff, plan your escape. Then you have to hide them when he's back. You have to hide them so that he doesn't find them, um, and uh, and you can obviously escape and get some stuff from outside um, and, and and stuff like that. But you always have to come back till you sort of figure out a solution to finally get rid of this situation, finally get uh, sort of rid yourself of the of that wizard and stuff. And it's so innovative. Like I don't I, don't, I still don't know uh, any game that's 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 done this premise in this way, uh, adventure game. And this the next yeah. adventure game we're going over is Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> no, that's that's totally fine. Uh, but yes, so that's one of my favorites. But obviously, I like most of the King Quest. King's Quest is one of my favorite series. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's 
I think that that's enough on Sierra for the moment, unless you guys want to add something. Um, well, I really like uh, Leisure Suit Larry too. I've interviewed Al Lowe a few times. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, that's. I mean, they're still they still did remakes of that first one um, recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, they do. <laughs> right. They try so hard. Um, do we have <laughs> any other thoughts? So go go ahead, Cal. They always tried so hard. I think that's the thing with Leisure Suit Larry. But I, hardest working I, man in show business, am I right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, about uh, LucasArts, I say that I do really like Monkey Island. I know it's. I think it's a bit. I think it's a. Uh, I think it's sort of extra popular in Europe. If I'm not wrong. Well, most of these are because Europe and especially Germany loves adventure games. It's like loves them and computer games i think yeah and computer games but like in general like adventure games board games puzzles stuff like that that's like yeah. huge yeah. so um so yeah i i do really i do really like uh, like like um monkey island uh yeah um right scum vm is obviously the their um sort of the the uh emulator to play these um uh, LucasArts games and um, well, this is pretty like late day for that until they stopped with like the 3D games, right? Like this is probably one of the last ones, right? Uh, it was '93, so yeah, it's definitely after before they went yeah. Grim Fandango and everything. They still did like the Dig and stuff like that, I think. Uh, okay, but, uh, but yes, the th full throttle was '95. Uh, um, but yeah, it was one of the, it was definitely a late stage uh, 2D one. Yep. And they didn't start. Did you guys play a lot of these like when you were younger? I feel like my discovery of these was so much later. Like I played Loom and mm -hmm. I played uh, Day of the Tentacle and mm -hmm. Sam and Max, and that's that's about it until I started playing the Telltale games, and that got me into adventure again. Mm -hmm. um, my experience was um, when I was a kid, I actually played. This is going to be a throwback for some people my age. <laughs> uh, have you ever played the humongous entertainment games like Putt Putt? That was yeah, my exposure yeah. to uh, I definitely know them, to adventure yeah. games, and then when I became uh, a teenager, I got into. Um, I think that was when the Telltale games were starting to hit. Um, I got into all of the uh, old school games, and then like I started playing like the Back to the Future Telltale game, uh, and all those. Mm -hmm. um, so so yeah. fairly recent, right? Uh, I mean, by fairly recent, I think Telltale was like ten years ago. Like Walking yeah. Dead, maybe like 2012 or something. Yeah, somewhere in that ballpark. Uh, what is we're old what is time guys. anymore? But yes, um, <laughs> yeah. No, I definitely had a phase, but it was also like licensed sort of kids' adventure games as a kid for like you know different properties, uh, which wouldn't be known in the U.S. Like Vicky uh, the Viking or uh, Commissar Kugelblitz. Um, did did they have humongous games? <laughs> I I think I would have encountered them, maybe, you know, maybe I I know of them. No putt putt, no pajama Sam. Actually, I do. I I think I remember <laughs> like seeing them. So maybe yes, but they definitely weren't as huge uh, here. That that I can say. But uh, but maybe they maybe they existed. Yeah. Um, right. Um, so yeah, and ScumVM. I think one of the interesting things is that um, you can sort of futz with the. Uh, graphical and, and audio settings and like uh, the renderers and like that can that actually does there's huge differences for some game for some especially the early games like Manic Mansion um, and stuff like that where it you can totally go between like EGA VGA sort of the different output methods and it uh, it the game looks completely different and you also the sound um, 
will sound completely different depending on what what you what you're going with uh, on the audio audio like renderer or whatever i'm not a i don't understand the technology but i i do like to experiment with that stuff um here uh there's it's a midi soundtrack and i don't think there's you can't really there's not much room there like you can't really change the, the soundtrack but um if you listen to it on youtube you won't actually get like i have I had a hell of a hard time finding um the soundtrack the way it sounds in the game um i found one midi version but that's like put through a roland whatever keyboard and so it's like it, it, mm. it, it that's the closest but it sounds still higher fidelity than the game because it's put through an a, a Roland, which you can actually hook up to the Scum VM as well, which is pretty pretty awesome. But um, but yeah, so uh, that stuff that is something with DOS games, or especially these Scum VM games, that's definitely um, interesting. That it's so malleable, like for, for some some games more than others, but um, the way they looked. And but I like that the emulator is sort of trying to collect all these um, differences, and that you can sort of customize it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Agreement all around. Thumbs up. Um, um, Cal, how do you feel about the your appearance on this cast? Do, do you feel like you we've earned our podcast stripes yet? I feel like it was pretty smutty overall. Uh, <laughs> pretty scummy podcast. Yeah. But but what if I say smut sells? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> to what end? <laughs> I, yeah, I have to I have to pick a podcast uh, thumbnail uh, for this. That uh, we'll see if I can if I can sneak it past the the censors. Uh, but uh, I'm gonna take a cold shower. <laughs> all right, you can wash. But does this mean we're wrapping up here? I think so. Uh, yeah. Do you have any final thoughts? Um. Yeah, I brought a whole report on Fortnite for you guys. Oh no. Oh. Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> we should uh, announce the next game. Um, which is uh, Fortnite. Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. Fortnite. Okay. So I went this to a concert on the Fortnite. Sorry, um, they're showing uh, movie trailers on there. It's uh, the future of entertainment. And with, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This message oh, brought to you that, by. Uh, that's Patrick right. Games. Tenet. Tenet came out on Fortnite, right? Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, Fortnite, where it's all happening. How much are they paying you? Oh, it's so hip. No, but uh, the next episode is going to be of uh, Castlevania, Circle of the Moon. Circle of the Moon, yeah. That's the first Igavania on the GBA. Play along with us if you like. It's on the Wii U Virtual Console, which I'm sure you have fucked up still. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I will play it on that. No joke. Um, um, I would recommend playing it on anything other than a normal Game Boy Advance. Right. Uh, an SP would be fine. Anything with a backlit screen. I think right. ideal. it's a dark game. It, it, is it looks funny game. on that original screen. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, they didn't think we, that far ahead. I would, should we just do fine. that we'll podcast now? Talk about Castlevania? All right, Castlevania. Let's go. <laughs> hey, Shark okay. Week. Um, right. Castlevania is fucking cool. There you go. Ca- you know what? Forget Pablo's. Ca- Cal, you're the new host on the What? Podcast. I don't know. Yeah, big fan of Castlevania. Um, Circle of the Moon might be my favorite one. Wait, oh. wait, <laughs> wait, <laughs> bro. Do you yeah. regret right. you know what? to replace me now? <laughs> you know my vetting process wasn't that good. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, well, I would like to thank uh, I would like to thank Calvin uh, for 
for being being on our cast. And uh, obviously, we'll have you back for sure at some point. Um, I play video games. Right. When we talk about another uh, filthy filthy game, uh, we'll have you. You on. play you play more video games than I watch movies. So I'm definitely thankful when you bring me on. They're like, let's just bring Brogan on. And it's like, I'm not qualified to talk about this, but I like RoboCop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he likes RoboCop. Uh, especially now that, yeah. especially now we look outside and it looks like fucking RoboCop and there's yeah. uh, patrol sirens saying, get off the streets. I'm like, what the fuck's happening? Stay out of trouble. Stay out of trouble. You all stay out of trouble. Stay safe. Stay safe. Oh shit! RoboCop's in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> okay, it ties all together. <laughs> Pablo's, I'm still on top. <laughs> you are, you are. Uh, and yeah, I would like to thank you again for uh, doing this with me. Um, this has been the Daydream Cast. Peace. Bye, guys. <laughs>